So at that time, I just said, hey, I'm going to open a warehouse because I can do this better myself. I can't constantly came into the issues of I mean, Amazon, you know, they think they're all great. But I had people contact me that said someone opened my bag of beef jerky and ate it. And they sent me a bag that was half opened. I'm oh. like, well, that sucks. Welcome to My Company Story. It's a show by business owners about business owners. I'm your host, Don Burge. In each episode, we'll explore the challenges business owners face and how they've overcome them. I'm here today with Pete Garbowski from Bulk Beef Jerky. Pete, welcome. Welcome. Thanks, Don. Hey, Pete, I want you to tell, please tell the audience uh, what Bulk Beef Jerky is all about. I'm going to let you guess, but it sells beef jerky in it's bulk. A, it's about beef jerky. <laughs> it's about beef jerky. That's, <laughs> That's it, a man. risk. <laughs> all right. And how did uh, Bulk Beef Jerky get started? 04 pitched a beef jerky company, a website program on how they can drive sales through the web. They told me no. And after having all the numbers, I said, I'm going to do it myself. So, Pete, what were you doing at that time? I started a digital marketing agency with a partner in Detroit, which is still there. Right. And Detroit or the agency? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, both the agency and Detroit. <laughs> and Detroit. Still there. They're still there. <laughs> okay. But no, that's how it started. You know, I pitched a company. They told me no. And I was just like, this makes sense. So I ended up building it uh, in-house. And the first year, I think we did seven grand, something like that. That's neat. That's yeah. great. So that was kind of a side hustle job that you had to your regular job, which was uh, running a digital marketing agency. Yes. Okay. And so how long did you do those two things in tandem? Uh, the agency, I, you know, I can't remember, probably like six months to a year together. And okay. then eventually I sold the agency off to the partner and went and did other things. Okay. And then I just kept beef jerky with me as my side hustle. So. Okay. And that lasted until when then? When did it become a main hustle, not a side hustle? Oh, uh, main hustle, 2016. So 2016 is when it became like, hey, this is the enterprise here. So that was three years ago. Yeah. Okay. So three years ago, you were doing, and in 2016, so you did seven thousand bucks the first year, and then you in in 16, what were you doing then in sales? Uh, three hundred thirty thousand. Three hundred thirty. So seven thousand to three hundred thirty. And how did you grow from seven hundred to three hundred thirty thousand? Organically, <laughs> just through people doing Google searches and finding you. Yeah, that's it. And it was all beef jerky on the web. All beef jerky on the internet. So Pete, I ask you this obvious question: How does one sell beef on the internet? You know, good question. Uh, the easiest way to explain it is trust. So eventually, I got a bunch of people to trust me, and they trusted the product. Okay. So they trusted you. How did they trust you? You know, putting out content, sending them emails, picking up the phone call. You know, just basic basic things of just talking to somebody and letting you know. I mean, I, I still get phone calls to this day that ask, are you guys real? Are you <laughs> really? guys real? Oh, yeah. Really? So just building your brand yeah. and trusting your brand reputation. Yeah. And a good quality product, I imagine, also. Uh, Google helped a lot. Well, it was Google. So Google's SEO and just being showing, showing up for different searches made it happen. Now, how much of your uh, experience or background working in digital marketing helped you with this adventure? I would imagine quite a bit, wasn't it? All of it. All of it? All of it. Yeah, yeah, because it really is it's a digital marketing entity, isn't it? But you happen to be selling beef jerky. That's right. Yeah, interesting. So take us back then from the beginning days then, and here you are, this is your main hustle, and you got to get this thing going. Talk us about those early days. What did you do to get to the, to the next level, or what was the next step? You know, when it first started, it was I had a few SKUs, and that's what sold. And I eventually added more SKUs and kind of rotated through different SKUs. And at one time, I think in my spare bedroom, I had you know all sorts of boxes of beef jerky, and I would ship out a few myself once in a while here. Then I had a helper that would sh help ship different things. 
and eventually it transitioned into uh, using a 3PL. Uh, I think yeah. Tell, that was, tell us what a 3PL is. I mean, a third-party logistics provider. Ah, okay. So okay. basically, a warehouse that does all the warehousing and shipping for you. Okay. So you were you were concentrating on sales and marketing, getting orders in. Somebody else concentrating on getting them out the door. Yes. That kind of thing. And then what was the next stage in your business then? And what that was three years ago that that was happening. Yep. So three years. That's where it, I was using Amazon. So Amazon. I was selling on Amazon, Amazon Prime, and using Amazon for everything. And then okay. one day I was reviewing all my bills, and I realized <laughs> that man, this is not cheap. Yes. So based off of you know the analysis, I think I was spending like twelve grand a month in three PL. Wow. So at that time, I just said, hey, I'm going to open a warehouse because I can do this better myself. I can't constantly came into the issues of I mean, Amazon, you know, they think they're all great. But I had people contact me that said someone opened my bag of beef jerky and ate it. And they sent me a bag that was half opened. Oh. I'm like, well, that sucks. You had to deal with that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. Uh, it was the decision that was the right decision to say, hey, I'm going to bring it in house. I'm going to control my destiny and I'm going to, you know, reduce my costs in the meantime. So that's when you leased the place in San Pedro? Yep. So I picked up a warehouse in San Pedro and warehouse in the back. We decided to leave a little front piece for the store. Mm -hmm. And I say we now because there's more than me, but back then it was me. Now, is this now is this two and a half years ago then or just two years ago? Uh, when was it San Pedro? 2016, yeah. So 2016. This, is, this is year three of San Pedro. Okay, so. great. Good. Good, fantastic. So, and it's a great store, by the way. I've been in there. So I love your retail store. I love the 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 way you've outfitted it. It's it's just it does what it does. And the back is the warehouse. That's it. So you open the store up. Tell us about the first time, and it was only you. Were there any employees at that time? No, no employees. It was all me, and then you know some a friend came and helped me, or whoever was around. So tell us about your first hire. Who was that? Uh, How did that work you out? You know, uh, Chris Miller, Chris David Miller. Mm -hmm. Chris, I'm going to send you Shout out to Chris. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we call him Miller. He's uh, He literally walked in the day after I opened and was like, hey, are you hiring? I'm like, um, no, but you can do sales on commission. He's like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he came back the next day and then, you know, I kind of taught him, you know, the sales thing of, hey, who do you know? Let's contact everyone you know. He seems to know everybody. Yep. Started bringing people into the store, and I Great. would pay him a commission on whoever he got into the store. Nice. And then it evolved into a full-time gig for him, and now he runs all the shipping. So, so Miller started anywhere, off in the front of the store, and now he's in the back of the store doing all the shipping, and, and the front of the store, I imagine, too, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. he does both, so he's a, he's a keeper. Good, good, good. So then, Pete, what was your game plan then? So you have this story, you have this retail story, you got Miller in the front selling beef jerky, you're selling it online, sales seem to be growing. What went on in your head about the next level? I mean, how did you, what did you think of, you, where did you want to take the company? You know, I wanted to, I wanted to grow, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, originally, in the back of my mind, it was just, hey, I just need to diversify. So, you know, if something goes bad in any of these categories, you know, I've got revenue coming in from other places. And it wasn't necessarily like, hey, I need to do 100000 in Amazon or I need to do 200000 at the store. It was just, let's get these fishes in the water. So what fishes are you talking about? What what do you mean by diversity? Uh, the, you know, the, the diversity. So you have different revenue streams, right? So you have somebody that buys online. You have somebody that maybe buys on Amazon. You have somebody that buys on eBay. You may have four convenience stores that carry your product. Okay. So there's just multiple people that have multiple places. Got it. And now, did you do anything besides internet sales, or did you grow into into direct sales or into consumers, or how did you? So then it was all primarily direct, mm -hmm. all on the internet and all in the store. And from there, it's grown. Okay. So the the name bulk beef jerky implies that I need to buy like a bushel full of beef and have it here in my freezer for six years until I go through it all. Tell me what what is this what is a typical order size that you can buy? 
Uh, you can buy from a traditional little three ounce, two ounce, three ounce bag. Okay. And you can get up to 10 pounds, if not more. So the little bag you get into the convenience store, I can buy that size. It's not just bulk beef jerky then. It's it's, it's consumable, ready to eat. Correct. And All bulk, right. you know, it really stands for building up lies with kindness. Building up lies with kindness. That's right. How did you come up with that? You know, one of the guys I worked with in the past, you know, he kind of, he, he suggested that we, you know, put an acronym together to kind of diversify what bulk means. Yeah. And also trying to protect bulk in general when you go to the patent office and say, hey, I would like, or trademark office, I would like to trademark this. It's a generic term. Yeah. But if you create an acronym around it, now you have something that you can protect. And that was how it all spurred into one. It also, you know, matches our company values where it's all about being kind to other people. So tell us about that. I mean, how do you, how does that manifest itself day to day? What does being kind to everybody uh, look like in your organization? I can have the most upset customer call me. He's not gonna, it may be his fault, her fault. It doesn't even matter. It's just treating them with respect and letting them know like, hey, I'm here to help you. Right. I'm not gonna beat you up because you did something and it's your fault and we may know that, but it doesn't matter. Right, it's just, right being respectful and being kind to others. And catching others in, a, in doing good deeds too, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So we do, once in a while, we do our promos where we send out on a Friday, hey, do this. Call someone you haven't called in five years. Nice. Call your mom. Send nice. Send her flowers. Good. Uh, there's all sorts of different things. Log on to the site, and as we pull out different fun things to do, we'll let you know. Well, I remember a few months ago, Pete, when we were driving, you and I were in the car together, and you saw... Uh, someone helping an old lady across the street, literally. And you said, Don, Don stop the car. I got to film this. And we tried to no, get, a, get a picture that... of her, of this guy helping somebody who was needed trouble like well, that. Well, that's the truth. You know, the world needs more of that. Yes, it sure does. Good for you. So tell us a little bit more about your sales today or from three years ago to today. I know it's been quite a journey for you, Pete. Tell us about that journey. Tell us about some of the challenges that you've faced and how you've overcome them. Oh, challenges, challenges. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the, with a business, there's always challenges, and it's the one takeaway is how you take them. Mm -hmm. You know, on the chin, do you get back up after it uh, kind of beats you up, or mm -hmm. what do you do next? Yep. Uh, let's, I mean, I don't know. Give me something. Pick one. <laughs> Pick one, right? Well, let's talk about the growth. So you started off in San Pedro, mm -hmm. and then you've opened some other stores, and then you got into the distribution chain, or the uh, you, 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 you grew not on a traditional level, but you grew by going upstream. Tell us more about what you did there. So originally it was always direct to consumer online. Mm -hmm. Then the store opened. Then we had another opportunity with another store in Long Beach. So we opened another store in Long Beach. And then we also have you know, been fielding all the wholesale requests. Mm -hmm. So the wholesale channel started to grow. Okay. And as of recently, we, you know, we have a main distributor core mark for the Los Angeles area. Orders are shipping there. We'll be in, you know, starting stores of a hundred. Hopefully we'll be in a few thousand by the end of the year. Fantastic. And, you know, that's one channel. Mm -hmm. uh, the other store channel. So we also opened a Venice Beach location mm -hmm. and, you know, more direct to consumer stuff going on there. People come into the store, they try their jerky, they experience the brand, and then they have the opportunity to buy it online. Great. Great. So it all feeds into the online system where I get them in the store. Guess what? How often do you go to Venice Beach? Once a year, maybe? Once every five years as a vacation? Mm -hmm. But if you try the brand, you can always get it online. And. Do you want to talk about what the new adventure we were just talking about out there, or oh, we'll yeah. wait on that one? I <laughs> uh, know we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about. Can you it. talk about that? It's a done deal. It's done. It's signed. So, okay, so uh, we are the exclusive supplier of beef jerky to the Staples Center That's and great. the sponsors of the NHL uh, Los Angeles Kings for the 2019-2020 season. That is fantastic. Woo!
Congratulations on that. That's great news. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. You That's know, really it's, huge. it's huge. It's great for the brand. You know, the Staples Center will do four and a half to six million people a year, and we're branded all the concession stands. Fantastic. So, but instead of a hot dog, you can get a bag of jerky. Man, oh man, here you are doing 7,000 bucks a year to whatever you're going to be doing next year. It's fantastic. Great growth in a short period of time. Internet and then your hard work of getting some of these connections going with Staples Centers and Core and, and the others out there. That's great. Tell us about, I know you're, uh, you wanted to control your own product. So tell us what you did a couple, was it a year ago? About a year ago, right? Yeah, actually last September, yeah. we ended up buying a manufacturing plant down in Texas, outside Austin. So what does a manufacturing plant in beef jerky mean? That means when I want to create a recipe, I can go create a recipe and then tomorrow I can put it into production. So you buy, you buy a cow and you bring him into your processing plant chopped up and you make him into beef jerky that's it okay that's maybe i don't want to say it that way but you you probably have a better way of putting it than i did we we smoke all the meat right there okay so it's not you're not going through a co-packer so if you look at the jerky market in general it is hey i'm a brand i want to sell beef jerky i contact abc company they're going to make it for me put my label on it and guess what that label with the other 40 guys that have that same label, it's the same flavor. Same flavor. Same so you everything. control your own flavor, your own brand in that way. Exactly. So what happens in Texas? I mean, I was kind of being kidding, but do you, do you, does, does uh, meat come in the back door and, and ready to be pre-uncooked meat, right? Yep. And you cook it and you put it in kettles. It, it, describe that. Give us a visual of what that looks like. So we buy briskets and we buy rounds. Front of the cow, back of the cow, ready to go meet uh, in terms of its cut okay. for us. And then we put it into our slicers. We slice it up. We marinate it. We let it sit. Then we smoke it, package it, ship it. Great. And how many uh, kettles do you have going back there? Uh, right now there's three smokers going, two trucks, three two-truck smokers. Wow. And if you know anything about smokers, uh, these are the big ones that, you know, the full cart racks go in there so they can handle 500 pounds each. Wow. And smoking time, depending on product, is usually about four hours. And then there are four more to go. That's so, great. So you've grown out this, so you, 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 you've moved from just doing marketing, digital marketing and advertising and getting the sales going, but now you're controlling your own product and building the product and making it, cooking it to your specifications. And no one else has those recipes that you're selling then, right? Correct. It's only bulk beef jerky. It's only, it's only your stuff then. That's it. That's fantastic. And where's the future going with bulk? Where, where do you see the, uh, the next uh, venture in this operation going? You know, it's bigger than beef. It's bigger than beef. It's, what does that mean? It's bigger than beef. Well, I mean, if you're going to buy something in bulk, where do you go? You go to beef. Where do you go? Well, I mean, just just saying, uh, if I asked you, John, if you needed to buy, um, you know, 100 pounds of beef, where would you go? I don't know. I have no idea where I would go. That's right. So, so I, here I, you are. I, I, here I am. You're the, the answer. I'm the answer. I'm okay. going to be the bulk protein supplier to the world. So bigger than beef, then? Bigger than beef. Fantastic. So what can we expect from Pete in the next uh, one to two years? Well, look for us in the Staples Center. Look for us in all the local Los Angeles convenience stores, gas stations. Mm -hmm. And outside of that, we will slowly grow our, uh, grow our stores as needed in the right areas. And you're going to see more of us on the web. And it'll be under the brand of Bulk Beef bulk. Jerky. And it's black packaging. Black packaging. Okay. And it's all about the bicep. With the bicep. Yeah. That's right. So good. that's trademark too. So Good, good. So Pete, if anyone wanted to get a hold of you who's listening to this uh, uh, podcast, how would they do that? Uh, drop me an email, Pete at BulkBeefJerky.com. B-U-L-K BeefJerky.com. That's it. Good. And uh, anything else you'd like to talk about or tell 
either your audience of uh, people who buy your product or your audience of, of potential employees, anything that you'd like to, or for that matter, other business owners that are out there listening about how to grow a successful online company? You know, the, the rule of thumb for the business guys is you got to stick to it. You're mm -hmm. always going to have challenges. Just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sure, some days you're going to wake up and go, why am I doing this? And then take a nap and come back to it. <laughs> it it'll be all right. Just yeah. keep going. Keep Good. going. Good advice. And for the customers out there, you got to try a product. You know, there's a reason there are thousands of reviews and people give it four or five stars. That's great. Because it is good. It mm -hmm. is seriously some of the best stuff you're going to get out there, and you have the most variety of any jerky places out there. That's fantastic. And on top of that, we make it ourselves. That's right. Made in America. Made in the USA. None of this uh, overseas China crap. Yeah. <laughs> All made right here. That's right. That's great. Good. Well, Pete, congratulations. Thanks so much for being on the show. And uh, I really look forward to uh, hearing more about your success in the future. Thank you, Don. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a comment and subscribe to hear more of My Company Story on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And go to our website, mycompanystory.com, to find more episodes.